Okay, and welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode 100 and something. Where are we at this point? It's because we've taken a week off. I'm a little bit confused. Let me just quickly check on the app where we are. And how have you been this week? So we've taken a week to? off. I mean, it's... <laughs> have you been? What have you been up to? I don't know. What have I been up to? 119. All right, we're on episode 119. And what have you been up to? How, how's your week, your extra week been? It, was, it wasn't really an extra week. It's like half a week, and it's mostly because you forgot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I got pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Had lots of stuff going on. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, well. Uh, so, nothing nothing exciting, nothing interesting happened? Cool. Nothing Fantastic. exciting ever happens with me. What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? Uh, someone gave you a nice USB drive to use on your PS4. Who yeah, that nice it person? lights up. Yeah, it's very, very bright as well. Yeah, I don't, it's annoying. It's bright red. That's okay, because blue-red, pretty great. Pretty great. That's a potentially a football team. What? I don't know. All right, Ant, who's first this week? You. Let's talk about news first, though, right? No. Let's talk about some news. What's upcoming? What's interesting? Oh, um, Boris Johnson's a liar. We knew that already. That's not news. So. That is, well, I mean, he's even more of a liar because he's telling people now he's gonna, he's not gonna extend Brexit, and he's extended Brexit because he's an idiot, <laughs> moron, moron, fucking idiot, cunt. No, no, he is. thinks the people he who support people him are. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, other than that, Doom Eternal comes out soon. When's what? that out? Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of the film. I've already seen the film. That's one of my reviews this week. Is it? Spoilers. All right. Well, we yeah. should review the game. What? The film. What? Whatever it is. Alright, so Doom Eternal's coming out, coming out soon. I can't think of anything else that's, in, that's interesting. That's exactly, out. so you should just get on with it. Well, yeah, oh, there's a new Resident Evil game they're bringing out. Is there? Yeah, like they're doing an isometric... Not isometric. Is it isometric? Asymmetrical, the four and one. Asymmetrical and isometric are two entirely yeah, different no, things. Yeah, asymmetrical is four and one gameplay, right? Well, not necessarily. It's it's a gameplay mechanic where there's more people on one side than another. Yeah, so asymmetrical. Whereas yeah. isometrical is top down. Uh, it's a forty five degree angle tilt. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Oh, God, I really hope you downsampled that last part because I got that. <laughs> it's gonna become a long running, long running joke. What? I don't know. I never know. All right. I guess my review first. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Oh, excellent. Well, I saw. I saw something. I'm gonna try and remember what things I've done. I saw something that I was very much excited to see. Did you? So were you? No. It's on Netflix. Wait. Yeah, this one is. It's on Netflix. Mm. It's written by someone who's very popular right now and his son. That's right. And I I watched in the long tall grass the adaptation of the Stephen King and Joe Hill book of the same name. Jonah Hill. Patrick Wilson. What? Yeah, Patrick Wilson. What about him? He is the main villain. Oh. Spoilers for In the Long Tall Grass. I don't know anything about it. So I don't know any a girl is driving villain. to her aunt's house to go and stay for a while while she gives birth to a child she has, she has, she has created out of wedlock. Why is she um, to a hospital? She is... <coughs> she's leaving don't her... Don't burp pe- on the podcast. I burped this way so they won't hear it. Yeah, she, they will. She has been. She's been. She's been in a relationship with a man who tried to convince her to have an, a, a shmamortion, or as adults call it, an abortion, um, because they aren't financially sound enough to have the baby. Oh. 
she's decided that she's actually going to have the baby, but then give it up to a couple who are looking for babies. That's okay. You can get a few quid out of the baby. For whatever purpose, they're looking for babies. Sell the baby. Whilst they're driving across America, hands across America, whilst they're driving across America, they stop near some long, tall grass because they are lost and they need to look for directions. Uh. They stop near the grass and a little boy is saying, hey. Oh, that's the name of the thing. Yeah, in the long, tall grass. Yeah. The boy's like, hey, don't, what's up? I'm lost. Don't, but yes, come get me. And they're like, sounds like we should go save that kid. So they go into the grass, and it turns out the grass is magic. Why do you just turn everyone everything that happens? Turns out the grass is in the trailer this part. Turns out the grass Doesn't is matter. magic, and you can't escape it. Oh. Unless you touch a rock. Oh. And that rock gives you magic powers, but also makes you evil, makes you not want to leave the grass. Oh. So after they've been in the grass for a few months, not joking, it turns out it's a time loop thing. Oh, and the boy's and their kid. No, 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 not quite that smart. The boy is Patrick Wilson's son, but oh. Patrick Wilson's gone mad and smushed his wife's head. Oh. And probably it's the it's one of the gorier kills in the film, and it's kind of nice to see because he does a full-on, like, like melon smush. Yeah. Like, he goes like, But right afterwards, it's ruined because flesh is just grass, is what he says. And I'm like, they're really pushing this grass angle for some reason. Uh, needless to say... The the kids, uh, her partner, her ex partner, who who was who got impregnated, he turns up, gets fatally stabbed, decides to touch the rock, which gives him a map of where everything is, and makes it so he can escape the grass. He puts the kid in a church, which is apparently is the exit to the grass place. The kid goes out the church doors and magically is outside the grass and tells the couple not to go in, and they're like. We shouldn't go in because this is the voice of the kid in the trees or in the grass. Sorry, sorry, grass. And we need to just not go in there. And they're like, you're right. We shouldn't go in there. And then they take this kid and drive him to the next town. And that's the plot of the film. Why don't you tell everyone everything that happens? Oh, because there's time loops. Yeah. So that's not what happens. But it is what happens. But it's not what happens. Also, maybe incest. All right. Yeah. Maybe incest. Patrick Wilson's really charming for a little bit. Like in his stupid schmaltzy, he's a salesman so he knows everyone way. But he takes a turn as a villain quite quickly. But also at the same time, Patrick Wilson is fucking massive compared to normal people. There's a lot of like skinny, just regular sized people. He's fucking huge. Like he's know still, everyone else isn't really short in this film. He's still got the Aquaman hench on him. Is he? Yeah. I reckon that's how he crushes his wife's head. Yeah. That and apparently flesh is grass. Well, when you're under the ocean, the gravity's higher, so... <laughs> no, pressure's stronger. higher. Yeah, pressure you'll be stronger. Is diff- yeah, it's different. Yeah, you'd be stronger. Because pressure's from the, the thousands of tons of water above you. Yeah, well, same thing. It's not the same thing as gravity, Anne. It has the same effect. It doesn't have the same effect. It does, it pushes you down. <laughs> That's why the Ewoks are so small. Yeah. They have a higher gravity. They were all actually Wookiees. But the planet has such high gravity, they shrunk down, they smushed down. Yes, definitely. It's like dwarfs. Dwarfs, they dig deep into the earth, so they get smushed down. <laughs> See, I, uh, this feels pretty crap. <laughs> it's not great. The story could have been really interesting, but they just... What they do is they touch a rock, and... They just go like. I see it sounds it. like Stephen King nonsense. Yeah, it does. It sounds. It sounds a lot like Stephen King nonsense. Um, I was just. Yeah, I was just disappointed that it wasn't just some. Some a bit more to it. it. Had quite a good budget and like, 
as much as the idea of being trapped in a cornfield is silly, that could be used to... Well, it wasn't silly in Children of the Corn. That could be used to a fairly Wait, good was effect. was Children like, of the Corn? Maybe. Yeah, it was Children of the Corn, wasn't it? Like, some of the best, some of the best scares in, like, Outlast 2... Fidge of the Damned was the other one. Yeah. Some of the best scares in Outlast 2 were, like, where the corn, the, the torch sweeps through the corn, mm. and you're, like, hiding down. And, you know, they could have done something like that. The Americans aren't notoriously scared of corn. Yeah. Despite their mastery over it. Maze. You'd be amazed. He's corn in everything. From a first right, right? No. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it's not great. But Patrick Wilson kind of saves it. I I sort of enjoyed it. It wasn't... She, at one point, a woman's fed her own baby. Nice. That made me laugh. <laughs> Babies taste best. We established this. <laughs> we know this. Chris Evans' a... logic. Yeah. Um, I can't. I, I can't say it's not. It's not got some merit to it, but it's not really much. I'll give you it. I'll Stop give, yawning. I'm gonna give it a David Spade. Jesus. I'm gonna give it a David Spade. Oh, yeah, that doesn't mean anything to anyone. David Spade. Well, you know, it's not Adam Sandler. That'd be just a repugnant piece of shit. You know, it's just above that. It's David Spade. No. Oh. He's not repugnant entirely. And you know what? He was friends with Chris Farley. Gets him a couple of passes. No, which one's David Spade? Not Rob Schneider. I'm thinking of James Spader. Oh! No, he's alright. David Spade's the little weaselly, horrible David little Spade's, one, isn't he? David Spade's the one who... The always, creepy little... The joke was the hair. Oh, yeah, right. he's always the creepy guy. Yeah, no, he is. You know, in time... He, he is a creepy guy. Has he done stuff? He's a creepy weirdo. Has he done stuff? Yeah. David Spade has done stuff. He's a creepy little alcoholic weirdo. Well, he might be an alcoholic, but that doesn't mean he's creepy. He's alcoholic. But... He's alcoholic. But um, what was that sitcom he was on before the other one? The one with Patrick Warburton. Oh, yeah, the one where everyone's married but him and he sleeps with people. Yeah, which is the same as How I Met Your Mother, isn't it? Was he in that? No, see, look, here you go. So, look. I can't remember. Uh, still no sexual accusations about David Spade. Yeah, well, get on out there. Oh, David Spade accused of human trafficking. <laughs> what? But there might be someone else. Do you think they're going to get um, Chloe back on the Smallville <laughs> I reunion? I was going to say about this. And Crisis on Infinite Earths? No, I don't think they are. No? Yeah, I think she's... It's weird if everyone forgot Kristen Crook was part of that group as well. I think she's gonna. She's having a hard time, but she died in the series. Did she? Yeah. yeah. She was Lana Lane. Lois Lane's her cousin. No, she was Chloe. No, Chloe was... Chloe's the one who's like Alison Mack. Yeah, she's the one who's done all yeah. that noise. Yeah, Kristen Kruick. I wasn't talking about Kristen Kruick. Oh right, yeah, but yeah, Alison Mack. Do you remember the program? What's happening, Alison Mack? No. Where she had power to become like water or something. No. Right. So I would like them to do a sequel series. No. <laughs> which is just in prison. <laughs> what's happening, Alison Mack? Well, I'm still in prison for sex scandals. Good. Stay there. Okay. Part of a cult. It wasn't really a sex scandal. Well, he started a cult. It was a weird, weird cult. She, he started a cult and she... Yeah, I mean, he's with... the one who's the sex pervert. Branding people. Yeah. Which Kristen Crook was part of. Was she? Yeah, and everyone forgot. Kristen Crook was part of that? Yeah. She was, she was the, one of the first years ago when it first started coming out. And everyone seemed to ignore it for a while until about six months ago. About two years ago, there was a whole thing where Kristen Crook was part of the group as well. Apparently, it was all just around the time of um, Smallville finishing. Really? And they all got part, got dragged into it. But how does... 
breaks his silence on involvement in small... Oh, sex camp. Sex camp. Mac, who played... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop reading stuff. You're supposed I to, need to your... I do need to just quickly... I need to get no, through this. You should have done your research beforehand. Maintains that she left about five years ago and had minimal contact with those who were still involved. Accusations that I was in the inner circle recruitment. You're just mumbling. So basically, she was... She left before Jesus. the craziness happened. Yeah, right. Oh, it used to be like... It was like a... So they did management courses... Mm. So it was a bit like uh, Dianetics, you know, for like, um, for Scientologists. That's how it started. How creepy. Dianetics uh, Junior, much better than Krishna. <laughs> um, so do you want me to review another thing or is that the end? I've done that review. Yeah, you've done the review? Yeah, do you want me to review another thing? No. Okay, I'm going to talk about... No, you reviewed talk that. about a film called Bliss. That's it. No, you're done. Oh, okay. What am I going to review? Oh, no, your review. Do you review a film called Bliss? No. Okay. No one wants to talk about that film. Why not? Because it's uh, you banned. It's banned. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Banned it from the. Do you talk about Chris Morris's new film? No, because I'm. That's your reviews. You got plenty of time. Do you talk about Watch Dogs Two? No, I haven't even played it yet. Horizon Zero Dawn. I've played it. Black Panther. What? Black No. Right, you done. You can, you stop mumbling. People can't hear you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Jesus oh, Christ! I'm you sorry. have a fundamental misunderstanding of how microphones work, don't you? I'm gonna. Can I have? Can I have my own mic next time? No. Do you want to pay out and get yourself a nice, flashy, in, expensive I'll in, microphone? I'll bring in my mic. What your little snowball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You use that for podcasting all the time. Yeah, friggin' Virgin Snowball versus yeah. Chad. Fucking. Is that a Chad? Yeah, it's a Chad. Someone's going to see. Someone's going to yeah. see Joker. Yeah. That's the Chad microphone. That's the Chad microphone. See, it does all its neck exercises. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see? There's an incel film that's been released. No, I don't care. Called Joker. Oh. Ah, no, it's actually there's, there's an incel film called Cuck. <laughs> Someone's actually made a film called Cuck. Don't believe you. What are you doing? Are you, are you done? Yes, I've said like six times I'm done. It's your review. What am I supposed to review? Review something. I don't know what I'm going to review. Review the Switch. I've done the Switch. All right. Right, Starlink. Oh, yeah, yeah, that game. Um, Battle for Atlas or whatever it's called. Oh, or that something like that. Um, it's one of them game toys. As toys games, to life. Toys to life. That's what they call it, isn't it? Yeah. Toys to life. Like Skylands and stuff, but unlike... Lego Dimensions it's very cheap it's like 12 quid in in game now get it dead cheap although the Switch version is the one you want to get if you get any of them because it comes with Star Fox stuff a Star Fox R-Wing got a Fox McCloud Um, that's pretty neat Fox McCloud himself and it's it's alright I'm quite liking it it's like an arcade version of No Man's Sky yeah, yeah. You got like a solar system that you end up exploring, but you sort of you progress through them because the, the, each planet's got its own level range. Yeah, things to do, and it's a bit like Assassin's Creed when you're on the planets. You got outcat camps. You can free up towers to unlock missions to complete all this sort of stuff. Trading oh, to yeah. do, but you, you do it all from around, in- then? no, no. You do it from all inside your spaceship. Oh, okay. Because the planets have weird atmospheres. They're not going to have oxygen oh, atmospheres. Oh god! Are Here they? come the excuses. Jeez. But, um, yeah, the way it works is, like, you have your spaceship that you fly around with and everything and do the missions, and if your spaceship blows up, you can swap it for another one. I haven't got another one. I've only got the R-Wing, so I can't swap it. Although the game gives you, like, a digital spaceship, but as far as I can tell, you can only use that if you're not using the holster thing you plug the things into. 
or something. Um, but, you know, that's the digital spaceship's the one that comes with the other versions of the game. But you can buy them, apparently. You just buy the spaceships and stuff from the store. Yeah, I'm just looking now. Download it. They're about £6. And it's seven ninety nine for the spaceships in game in game right now, oh, but you can buy digital versions on the where on eShop. Six ninety nine. Oh, before we knocked them down by another quid. What is this? What is this? Shit? The red one. This is the red one. It's called the Starship Pack. No, very generic. Oh, Pulse. Yeah, has a volcano and chase. Yeah, there's different types of weapons, and the weapons are like you know, like on Skylanders, you have the elements. Each Skylander is a different element. And stuff, so you have fire, dark, lightning, spite, Skylanders. I've never actually played Skylanders. Yeah. I bought you Skylanders twice. I played it a lot. Um, more than twice, I've got loads of them. No, no, but I mean, I bought you two of them. More than two, probably. Did I? Yeah, I only bought one of them. <laughs> I only bought Imaginators. Wait, wait, how many did you... You bought... Oh, God, I'm... I've got, I've got Trap Team, I've got friggin' I'm Giants. I'm three of them, then. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, you get the different weapon types and certain enemies are weak to certain weapons, and I've got... I mean, there's the one weapon type that I can't seem to get, which seems to only be in a spaceship, as far as I can tell, which is like a gravity gun thing. <gasps> but I'll have to try and get that eventually. Like in Valve's famous game, Steam. Yeah, um, Dota. <laughs> no, but, um, Steam. Sometimes, the only times you really need those weapons, like, you can make it through the game just shooting anything with any weapons, really. It's just Surely that's the some are more effective than others. But I think the only things where you'd need them is when you get to these towers and you need to shoot them with two different types of weapon yeah. to build up these bars. Yeah. And then the tower unlocks and you get stuff for it. So I'm guessing you just need the different types to do that. Um, but yeah, one thing that's really cool is it's like the amount of Star Fox stuff that's in it. It's not like it's not like they've just gone, here's your Star Fox mode and that's what you're getting and here's your Star Fox ship. It's just a reskin of a ship. It's like an actual like full thing where the storyline is playing out like you would expect it to. And then, like, Star Fox characters are weaved into the storyline. So the cutscenes will have, like, a little extra bit on them, which is just the Star Fox portion of it. And there's a whole plot where they're trying to chase down Wolf. Mm-hmm. And they found him on the Atlas system, and they're trying <gasps> to chase him down. And there's, there's like, a whole plot line that you end up doing that's just to do with Star Fox stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's actually, like, properly integrated. So, yeah, like, you'll see the cutscenes play out as they would have on PS4 and Xbox. And then you can kind of tell where it sort of would have stopped on that version. And it cuts to Fox McCloud and all that. And they're all like, hey, what's going on over here? I don't know, Fox. Let's do a barrel roll. And then you do a barrel roll by jumping and pressing A. And you'll do a barrel roll, which is quite good. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a solid-ass game. People overlooked it completely. Probably because those games are like 70 quid when they come out. And no one's got 70 quid to spend on a game these days. If they released that at like regular retail, like 50 quid, like every other game, people might have picked it up. Because I think that's the thing with those toys get to life things. They're for kids, aren't they? And you don't want to spend that much on kids. Not if they're going to get bored on it in five minutes. Yeah. But yeah, um, solid thing. I like the rig. It's like, even with all the parts on it, it's not as heavy as you expect it to be. It's quite lightweight. Um, it's quite nice. You just slot the pilot into the front and the ship goes over the top and you can see the pilot inside the ship. Um, and you can just pull wings off and pop other wings on and stuff like that. And it's not RF or anything. It's all like little cartridge connectors. Yeah. Um, it's nicely nicely done. The first one I got didn't work properly. I'd take it back and get a replacement. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Second one's fine, though. Is it? Yeah. Is it, though? It's really good. I um, bet it can't fly for real. I've had to mess around with the inversion of the controls and stuff, because, like, there's sometimes where you can just... Because you can just fly up into space. Mm-hmm. And when you fly up into space, there's something about not being on the ground level that makes, to me, I need the inversion to be on. 
But when I'm on ground level, I can't. But you can set them separately. So when you're on ground level, you can have the inversion switched off for the vertical. Oh, right. So you need to be up is down and down is up. Yeah, when I'm in space battles, it does. But when I'm down on ground battles, you're near the ground. There's a horizon. And for some reason, I can't do inversion that way. It's only oh. when I'm in space battles that I need it inverted. You need to put some more time into No Man's Sky. It's because when you're on the ground level, it's like you're playing a first-person shooter or something. Well, third-person shooter, I guess. Whereas when I'm in space, my brain's like, oh, dogfighting time. Who who could possibly know? I don't know. Madness. But, um, no, it's it's a fun old game. Lots of shooty-shooty-bang-bang action. <laughs> Tight controls. You get, like, um... I've got, I got rockets that like home in... They're heat-seeking missiles that freeze people. Heat-seeking moisture missiles? No, heat-seeking missiles that freeze enemies. Heat-seeking moisture missiles. It's not nothing to do with moisture. Giggle sticks, love no. missiles. No, wait a minute. But, um, yeah, you get this typical stuff. You level up your characters, get new skills. Star Fox's um, special ability calls in a wingman. It starts playing the SNES Corneria music. Going, That's what they change though, because normally when you collect the smash token, it gives you the ship. It's not smash, like, what are you fucking talking about? What are we doing that? You're trying to be irreverent again, aren't you? And you don't know how to be irreverent. No, I'm just so tired. It's a non sequitur. It's not a real thing. I'm just so tired. Make sure your jokes have a proper set up payoff and punchline, yeah? So Work tired. on your comedy. <laughs> anyway, Starlink. Yeah. For twelve ninety nine. They've dropped the price on it's that. It's a decent, pro- decent sized game. It was fifty quid when I bought it. Like you go to the planets and it's like lots go around. Although it'd be a bit irritating if I could only play as Fox because really I like Link more. No, that's <laughs> that's not a, that's not a joke or a punch. That's just a that's nonsense. See, you freaking <laughs> YouTube kids. I know you're on YouTube. Yeah, but I'm not one of the YouTube kids. All oh, right, because I'm not... you aged out of that. Yeah. I don't have the ring light thing shining my eyes oh, constantly. God. I saw someone with one of those on their phone the other day. Uh. And I was like, you look like you're irradiated. What is the point? It's when they don't have the common sense to not put it directly in front of them. So it's like their iris then has this massive great big white ring in it. Like, I think that's uh, part of the point. I think that's sexy now. Oh, God, it's horrible. It's irritating. Fucking two, three-point lighting system. Or two, you only need two-point lighting. Okay, fucking... Two-point lighting system is sufficient. Three-point lighting is showing off, but it remember, is worth if you, doing. Uh, if you're taking a selfie, remember, Ant's photography school is still open If you're taking everyone. a selfie, walk into traffic, please. Just walk straight into traffic. Oh, that's really sad, because I reckon people have probably done that. Fall down a well. That's probably happened. Someone fall off, off a cliff. cliff didn't yeah, they? yeah, off died. a cliff. Drop into a volcano. I'm glad this is all funny to you. Actually, that did happen in China. The Chinese yeah, person yeah, fell in the volcano. Well, yeah. Take a yeah. Really? The amount of selfie deaths are going up each year. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably because I keep killing people while they're taking selfies. Anyway, you need to review your second thing because, um, you know, you're on focus mess. I'm going to review my second thing. Yeah? Is, yeah. It, is it Bliss? No. Oh, well, you said you were going to review Bliss. I was going to. All right. But then I remember that I've seen more films. Oh, for God's sake. So, Anne, what do you get when you cross Anna Kendrick with my dreams? That's right. Get Anna Kendrick in my dreams. Why are you talking about Anna Kendrick? So I watched The Day Shall Come. The Day Shall Come. Is that the right title? Yeah, you should find out the titles of the things you watch. Is that that the right title? So I watched The Day Shall Come. Is that definitely the title? Because I have to type this in on the thing. Yes, that is definitely the title. Because the amount of times I have to go and check the titles when you've said what they are. And you've got them wrong. So I watched The Day Shall Come. And it is a film by Chris Morris, who uh-huh. last directed Free Lions. Yeah. 
Um, and obviously he did Jam and he did uh, he did what else did he do? Uh, Brass Eye. Yeah. He did the news. Day to day. The day to day. Yeah. Did those things. I'm a cool guy. I know about comedy. Yeah. I know about English comedy. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't worry about. It. So Chris Morris is back again with a new a new film. Something that he's been apparently working on for the last like five years. Um, yeah, and it's um, it's really interesting and very sad. It's way more sad than it is funny. Um, so I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm going to try not to. So um, that be a change. It is the story of a religious group leader named Moses who leads a very small faction of African-Americans who are basically just patrolling the neighbourhood and and uh, denying guns, saying that they do not use guns, they don't want guns in their neighbourhood, and they they basically steal them off of people. Sorry, but here it goes. It's because you're a mess. They steal them off of people and destroy them and then take the scrap and then they just get rid of it. Um, Moses runs a farm the the people that are part of his congregation also help on the farm and he also has a wife and, and daughters and basically they're struggling they're not they're not doing very well they're not well off but he is using they should um, sell the guns they steal he destroys them he did make money yeah I know well he does try that at one point um, and it's uh, Moses has clearly got some sort of mental illness and we can see that in the early interactions he's he's unfocused and he is he's quick to jump onto an idea and and just in everything he does he's charismatic but he is he is lacking in um lacking in certain faculties that would that would make him a true leader and somehow he well he has a he has a small youtube audience that follows his videos and the fbi find out about this and after failing to create a terrorist group, because that's basically what the story is, the FBI are attempting to create a terrorist threat so they can catch that threat before before they do anything nasty. And this is based on a true story. It turns out that a lot of FBI agencies are basically, under the guise of creating informants or using informants to get information about groups, they're accidentally... I say accidentally. Accidentally on purpose, accidentally with quotation marks, creating terrorist groups and catching them before they've committed a crime. But it seems like there is a grey area as to whether or not they would actually be terrorists or if they are only terrorists because they've been given the opportunity by a higher power that has access to weapons and technology. Mm-hmm. And at one point, nuclear nuclear, uh, nuclear uh, material. And um, it's so much sadder than I thought it'd be. Like, there are some funny jokes and there's some silly moments, but this isn't like Four Lions. Which was a laugh a minute. Four Lions was funny. I liked it when they all start blowing themselves up. <laughs> but that was still... There was still humour to it. Like, yeah. it was really sad at moments, but it was still funny in some <laughs> ways. Well, that you're saying you're a terrorist sympathiser. No. But in this, in this, it's hard not to be when it comes to Moses. Mm. Because he's not a terrorist. Like, they show his his the way he's living. He has, like, this run-down little apartment that he's being charged way too much for. He has chickens, and he drives around in a beat-up old school bus that he may or may not have stolen at some point. 
The school bus is also used as their like chicken coop at night because they don't have anywhere else to put them. So they have like a small area where they exist in during the day, and then during the night they round them up and they put them in the bus and they just live in the bus. The chickens. He has a kid, and the kid is talking about donuts, and she wants donuts on her birthday. It's the only day they can really treat her. And there's a very sad, like almost almost meant to be comical, but also stingingly sad moment where the little girl says. I can have donuts for my birthday this year, not just not just the bit from the middle. <gasps> and and he goes, yeah, baby girl, we can do that for you this time. Because in America, obviously, the, they they do those cheap little like donut bites at like a dollar, and then like an actual donut probably costs more. See, we get whole donuts over here. Oh, no whole in our donuts. Cheap. That's why everybody's so fucking fat and gross nowadays. Yeah, that's um, the way forward. I know. Yeah, like Wally. Mm. Um, yeah, I I was going in expecting a comedy. And I think that's the problem. This isn't a comedy. It didn't stop you laughing out loud the whole way through, though. No, I didn't. I didn't really laugh at any point in the mm. film, but I really enjoyed it. Mm. It's very slow, and at times, what's it got to do with Anna Kendrick? Though Anna Kendrick plays an FBI agent. Ah, there is there. Sorry, actually, I, I tell you about. There's one scene in, in which they start doing the Nazi game, and they obviously there's three African American blokes and a gang of Nazis. And they go into the meeting to start discussing discussing plans and because they're basically going to sell the Nazis something, and um, and the Nazis are like, "You okay doing business like this?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're okay doing business like this." And then one guy's like, "Excuse me, can I just say something? Why?" And and like he like they all address him like leader. It's like leader or some sort of title that he's given himself. It's like, why are we why are we hanging out with the oppressors? And Moses is like, "Shut up!" And he's like. Why are we hanging out with the inbred sister fuckers? Why are we hanging out with these people? And he's like, I, <laughs> he's just being stupid. Brother Isaiah's going to go outside now. I think it's Isaiah. He's going to go outside now. And they go and make him stand outside because he can't control himself. He like, he has to have those weird outbursts. Um, I don't yeah. know. I think you should probably question things if you're hanging out with Nazis. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you definitely would. But he's so desperate for money. Hmm. He is so desperate for money. Like, there's a celebration at one point because someone's arrested and it means that their situation improves. But they don't realise that immediately after that, they are dealing with a much bigger situation because of everything they've already been entangled with. Mm. So that small improvement, they'll never reap the benefit of. The whole thing is just, it's it's fascinatingly bleak. Um, and it's I, feel, I, I get the feeling that it's exactly what Chris Morris wanted to make. Like, and the ending, like I said... Probably the saddest moment of the whole film is is the ending, and it's not a scene; it's the actual epilogue. The you know the little um, like a little oh for fuck's sake like a post a post film title like titles you know like they're doing comedy films often yeah they have like and then Buck went on to be president of the United States it's like that but it's just it's just so bleak <laughs> there's no escape from it and yeah. I, I, but I really recommend it in a weird way. I recommend it. Um, but yeah, Jesus. But yeah. you're not meant to watch films that make you think now. Films are meant to be high cinema is big things where four gets two hammers. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever watch this again. I no. think I want to, but at the same time... What if they put it in just... a nice collector's edition box? <laughs> Twice. Yeah. Um, so the four I, lines had that cardboard yeah, folder one. Yeah, with the crows on it. Yeah. Um, I give this a Treat Williams. It's not... A treat Williams. What? 
Do you not hold him in high regard? I don't know who Treat Williams is, but you're just pulling names out. It's not even a Treat isn't even a first name. It is a first name. Do you want to show you a picture of him? Treat Williams. What's what 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 thing are they in that I'm supposed to have apparently watched? So Treat Williams is in Deep Rising. All right. And Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah. And Second Act starring Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Who? Um, and he's the villain in The Phantom. Oh, Treat shit, Williams. the Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, no, I give it a Treat Williams. It's it, like, it's Wait, the line Phantom where... was Timothy Dalton, wasn't it? No. You're thinking of The Rocketeer. He was in both. Nope. What? It's Treat Williams. Um, this film really just skirts that line. It's, of being the Phantom. It skirts that line of being, like, being... You can, you can see that there was, like, comedic elements that they may have removed in the final edit, but... It's just watching this. Watching this just once gives you an idea exactly of what Chris Marshall was going for, and and, and it just like I can't quantify why I enjoyed it because I both did and didn't. I <sighs> quantify fun. Anyway, yeah, I recommend people watch. It. If you're a fan of Chris Morris and his comedy, and you know the more dramatic moments in Four Lines and, and everything else that he's done, really, it's. It is spectacular to see. And the fact that, that like, it has a few names in it, like, um, yeah, no one particularly famous, but it's got a guy from True Blood and he's been in a few comedies and it's, and he was also in, he was actually also in American Horror Story and Anna Kendrick and there's a few other people in there. It's just. What's he doing making American films now? I don't know, but like, clearly. Because British won't give him any money. Maybe. Clearly, I think. It's upset the establishment too much. <laughs> Clearly, I think that someone someone who gave him the money, they probably did say, either make a comedy or make a drama, but this won't fly as a comedy in the US. That could have happened. Hmm. Even though Four Lions did really well in the US, it could have been that. But anyway, yeah. And you're yeah they went there and they were whooping and hollering when the terrorists <laughs> blew up. They were like, oh, they did it. I the knew bombs won were, in the end. I knew they were terrorists. Yeah. That Gary yeah. can't be trusted. I like. I still like the. Um, I still like the thing where they're talking about going in and buying stuff, and he goes, "Oh, how? So what do you do?" It's like, "Well, I put on different voices." Like, oh, "Okay, do you do one of your voice for us?" Like, "Hello, I'd like to buy some fertilizer, please." Like, right, do you do one of your other ones? It's like, "Hello, I'd like to buy some." De- <laughs> what? There was no difference. He goes, ah, "It was a little bit deeper the first time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, what am I supposed to review? I don't know. Man. Did I review Horizon Chase Turbo? Yeah. No. No? Probably not. I can't remember. I don't think I did. Horizon Chase Turbo. I don't think I did. It's an arcade racing game that's been out for a while now. (laughs) Why did you make me sneeze? Why did you make me sneeze? Cunt. So, Horizon Chase Turbo is an arcade racing game very much in the style of uh, Outrun and Chase HQ. Probably closer to Chase HQ than anything. Mm -hmm. Um... It's got a very retro vibe to it. It's all like 3D and stuff, but all the colour schemes are all like, you know, bright colours and nice sunsets. You know, the purple and orange sunset you used to get in old games. Classic sunset. And it's all about just doing laps of the race and there's like bonuses you can get for collecting a certain amount of coins in the course. There's like usually like 20, 30 coins on the course and if you manage to collect them all, you get like a bonus points at the end and your progression is based on how many points you've picked up over the course of it and you unlock cars and getting bonus parts for cars which are just permanent upgrades to all the cars and stuff yeah um and it's got all these extra modes and really challenging tough bonus modes and stuff and it starts off fairly easy but it does ramp up the difficulty but it is like proper like 16 like 
those Amiga racing games like Test Drive, like the original, like Jaguar XA220 and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, Lotus Turbo Challenge, like that sort of era of racing games, but done all modernised and flashy. Where you're basically just spinning on a wheel instead of actually... Well... Because you know, like, Outrun and stuff, the way it works is, like, it's just you're on a wheel, basically, so you just turn the car. Is it... No, okay, yeah, actually, what do you mean, turn on a wheel? Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Look, just you, you know, carry on. Weird term you carry on with you're whatever. Four you're, wheels. You're whatever full. you were you're going. A car. No, it works like a fucking turntable. That's how cars work in real life. <laughs> You've never driven a car. <laughs> no, but is it, isn't that sort of arcade racing? Like, okay, yeah. Well, I think I said Lotus Turbo Challenge, Test Drive, Outrun. Yeah, I think I think I've quantified enough Not racing games. Two. Not Outrun Two. No, Outrun Outrunners. Outrunners. Yeah, Outrun Twenty Forty Nine. I was going to say Twenty Forty Nine. Yeah, the bad that, one. Um, Master System one. We have the tiny car. Outrun Twenty Forty Nine is all right. It's just a weird game and terrible sound. It does have that cool thing where there's two layers to the road, and you can drop off one layer and land on the bottom one, which was a pretty flashy effect for a Mega Drive era game. Yeah, just a shame the game wasn't better. Don't diss Outrun Twenty Forty Nine. Oh, I will diss. Was it 2049 or was it 2040? I thought it was 2149. I can't remember. 2049 was Street Fighter, the, the Street no, Fighter sequel, Street if Fighter I forget. was 2149. Was it? Yeah, I've got that on the Wii U. Anyway, yeah. Horizon, tried, we tried playing that Horizon one. Chase Turbo is it's good. The music's fantastic. It's by Barry Leach, who, who yeah, I fucking I'll tell you. From ABBA. No, Barry Leach is a legend of um, Amiga music compositions. Did Which the music, ABBA songs did he make? Did the music for Hero Quest on the Amiga. He's <laughs> a legend. He also did the music for Dark Quest 2. Huh? You know that one that came out recently? So... But he also did, like, thing. I think he did um, Chase HQ, I think it was. Was it even MIDI back on the... Yeah, yeah, back in the old days. But this one's all, like, you know, No, synth. it would have been MIDI, would it? But it would have been MIDI. Yeah, it would be MIDI because it's... Well, no, it doesn't all work through MIDI. Some of it was, like... So like- well, the Amiga had a Yamaha processor for its music, similar to the Mega Drive. You know, it was being powered by a Zilog Z80 and a Motorola 68000. Okay, so Why it's do I very feel similar like you're to the recording Mega Drive. A mellow gaming video right now? No, I know my friggin' chipsets on my Amigas. So HeroQuest is over there. Should we play HeroQuest? I don't have my Amiga. Get me an ARM Amiga and I'll set it up. They're Which very expensive. Like, bloody expensive. What, an Amiga? Getting a working Amiga, yeah. Jesus, this drive's all fucked on them. That's why you get the arm eager. What's well, an arm eager? It's like a um, sort of emulator box one, but you can chuck discs in it and boot the discs. Old school style. Oh, yeah, look. They're all right. But yeah, Horizon Chase Turbo is a lot of fun. It was free on PS Plus a while ago, and I played a bit of it and then sort of forgot about it for a while. But then I sat down and actually played like an hour or so, a couple of hours more on it. And yeah, it does get properly difficult, though. Like, if you jump into any of the bonus missions they've added since its release, like, because they've added extra challenge modes and different gameplay types. Every week there's like a a special race that's set up just for that week and it'll be stuff like a nighttime race that's like super challenging with a really tight time limit to complete it and stuff like that. Um, and they're brutal. The, enemy, the opponent cars are just nasty on it. But the the look of it's the, probably the best thing though because it's like all the trees are like flat shaded polygonal things. Yeah. Like there's like really basic geometry to everything but it's all nice crisp high res Nice colours, nicely There's colours. There's a troll game on the Commodore. There's all sorts of games on the Commodore. But anyway, Horizon Chase Turbo. I gave it a fart. It's good. It was, it was free. It was very good when it was free. But it's about 15 quid, I think, outside of sales. 
You can't go wrong. I think they've released the soundtrack on vinyl recently. I want that. Uh, order me the soundtrack on vinyl. No. Right, review your next thing. Your third thing. Jesus, we're rattling through them this week. Oh, I've got to go. So I've, I've got an epic talk- review coming up, haven't I? I better talk for a little bit extra. What are you going to talk about now? Ah! You're going to review... Ah! What was it? Bliss? Um, no, I'm not going to review Bliss. Oh. I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. I'm going to review... Um, All right, Smashing Pumpkins. It's actually, it was, it was Zwan. Zwan. <laughs> Zwan. Yeah. yeah. Um, freaking Billy Corgan's yeah, fucking Billy elevator Corgan music. When he went, went right wing. When he um, did his elevator music. For... I'm going to talk about Doom Annihilation. I don't think he is right wing. I think he's just stupid. No, he's right wing now, isn't he? Uh, he's a conspiracy theorist. He's always been a conspiracy theorist. Right there, Ted, I hope you're a racist now. But, um, <laughs> but uh, he's always been a conspiracy theorist, but he's kind of been dragged into the whole Alex Jones conspiracy theory oh, stuff. Oh, right. Whereas before he was like, what if aliens were around? Woo, spooky. What if? Billy and, and now he's sort of like allowed himself to be dragged down with the others. Damn. I don't think he's a flat earther. Not yet. Who is it? The flat, was it Naz? Who was the flat earther? Yeah, Naz is a flat earther. Or someone? One of them. Did you know that um, Terence Howard believes that one times one equals two? One times one does equals, equals two. two. He believes what he believes. He that. believes that one times one equals two. Because oh. how can one not one plus one yeah. times one? Yeah, no, this is whole mathematics thing. You don't two. want to. Don't bring it up with him. Don't he'll he'll, but turn, like he, he'll fucking turn up and he'll start going on about it. But one plus one times one doesn't equal yeah, but two. We've been lied to and he's figured it out. So no, he hasn't figured you it do out. Doom Annihilation. Yeah, so Doom Annihilation is a 2019 film based on the video game of the same name. That's Doom. not which Doom Annihilation game? Doom Doom Two Annihilation. Yeah, Doom Two, Doom Harder, hmm. Doom It to the Limit. Hmm. Um. Uh, Doom 2 is a film it's a Bollywood film about so, magicians pulling off heists so let's talk about Doom let's talk about Doom Annihilation so Doom Annihilation starts with a crew don't going recount to the whole film just create... tell people what it's about I'm going to this is this is the plot but you're going you're to just I'm talk for the entire film I'm not going to do the whole film I promise alright although when you tell me not to it makes me really tempted to do it <laughs> I have no self control and just live for live for provocation. What's the premise of Doom? Has anyone ever heard of the premise of Doom? So Doom Annihilation is about a security team being assigned to Mars to go and find out why they're having issues or what's going on there. Because they've been silent for a couple of days. They get there. That never turns out well. No, it doesn't. Um they get there and one of the one of the people on their on their ship is a scientist. Oh no! He's a scientist. Can't trust scientists. Well, he's a good scientist. Messing he with your brain, to, making you piss. He used to date with the lady who's the main character. No scientists ever had a date. So he dates the lady who's the main character. They land on they land on on um, on Doom Planet Mars Mars, and they connect up. There's some trouble because the power's off. They can't connect up. So they mm. connect up and they go in and they're like, we need to get the, we need to get the uh, core online. So if we don't get the core online, this place will go. No one cares about getting core online in a doom thing. Go meltdown. And then we will die. We'll go boom, boom, sad face. So they all go down and they look for it and they find some survivors and they're like, don't go down there. There's monsters. And they're like, fuck you. I won't do what you told me. <laughs> But what are the thematics of the film? So the film is really. What's it about? It's it's about 
It's about man's struggle. Yeah. It's the duality of man. Yeah. Like the idea that... Like when Dexter Fletcher turned into a pig thing. Yeah. When yeah. Dexter Fletcher turned into Pinky. Yeah. Pinky the... With his wheelchair Pinky legs. Monster. Yeah. It was like when Timmy gets mutated. Like if, if like if you imagine to the end of Akira and Timmy from South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if you got that teleport from the fly. Yeah. And you shoved a kid in a wheelchair in there. And then on the other side you put in a dog with no eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get that thing. Um, Doom Annihilation doesn't have anything quite as flash as the Pinky Demon. Oh. And in terms of pacing, it's a bit off. I saw the director claim that there's no CGI demons in the film. But there's I, some CGI demons. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure even the trailer had a few. <laughs> yeah, there's CGI demons at the end of the movie. Mm. Like, that's the whole end of the movie. Let's get in. Let's just quickly talk about it. So there's a lot of people pissed off about this film because mm. people are always pissed off about films. And they're all fucking bunch of whiny, Nazi babies. The thing is, they think they're going to get a big, flashy, expensive, R-rated action movie based on Doom. And the exact right way to make a Doom movie is a low-budget B-movie horror film. Yeah. It's it's all about just shooting aliens and shit blowing up. And demons. So, this isn't very good because it's mostly zombies. There's some demons, but... You've got other zombies. There's always There's so many zombies, though. It's just zombies for the it's most part. It's mostly zombies in Doom. That's true. People always forget. No, it's mostly imps. No, it's mostly, mostly zombies. Imps. Mostly imps. I've just played through I Doom. I just played through Doom 3. It's mostly imps. <sighs> yeah, it's not... No, don't, no one cares about Doom 3. Doom 3 is great. Shut the fuck. Getting defensive about Doom 3. Friggin' um, no, I revisionist think, history. So, there's a lot of people that are pissed off about this film, and they're pissed off because it's not a Doom guy. It's Doom girl. No, oh, no. I know. Or Doom gal. How do you know Doom guy's not a girl? Or Doom madam. I guess. Do mum. Do mum. Mum. Which doesn't really make any, any difference. Do chick. doesn't make any difference. It just means at the end... At the end, she say gamers rise up. No, at the end, she fights a zombified boyfriend oh. and then goes to hell oh. and uses the BFG. Meets up with Alison Lohman. No, uh, no. Then they teleport her to Earth and she's like, shut it down. They're like, no, we're doing experiments. She's like, shut it down. Then demons come out and Earth gets infected. That was originally going to be the plot for Doom 2016. Was it? Yeah, originally when they first did a teaser trailer for it, it was an yeah, invasion of Earth. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was going to be mm. based on Earth. And then someone wisely went, no. No. Because it was going to be all plot heavy. It was going to be like, I think their vision was Metro with lots of demons. Like, yeah. thank God they didn't do that. Doom 2016 is a masterpiece. It really is. Yeah. And also, they do have a plot. If you want a, want a plot, it's in there, isn't it? My favourite part of the plot is when you just kick the fucking nuclear reactor off. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, you've got to take it out carefully. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> I still like that, where it's talking to you and it's like, just remember that we need you... No. <laughs> he just throws the soil. I'm just, I'm just like, fucking yeah. done. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's not bad, but it's but not great. Gwen literally puts a chip in you to freeze you on the spot so he can explain shit to you. Yeah. <laughs> This, uh, it's not great, but it's not terrible. It's a low-budget film. It's mm. better than a lot of the low-budget films I've seen. The sets are sometimes quite nice. Mm. And then at other times it looks like a, a disused Czech, Czech Republic fucking factory. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's clearly shot in, like, Poland or somewhere Eastern European. And, like, a lot oh, of well, the... like, Universal Soldier sequels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of those are all right, the Universal Soldier ones. Like, Day of Resistance, that's pretty I saw one of them. I love how Universal Soldier films just given up any sort of continuity. Yeah, now. they just don't care anymore. Like, like, the best thing about the Universal Soldier films now is I think that people are hitting each other for real. Mm. <laughs> like Van Damme must take some licks in those because he's not fast enough to be pulling some of those hits. Yeah, no, no. Um, but yeah, no, Doom is fine. It's exactly what you'd expect from a film that's made for like 10 mil or whatever it was. 
Hmm. I think that's the budget. It was like 10 mil. And, you know, it's well, all I thought in it was it. a YouTube Red film when I first saw it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> One of the only things that really disappoints me is that the BFG is massive and it doesn't really need to be anymore. They could have just re- redone it so it's just like, it looks, it just looks like a big hunk of plastic. And when this tiny woman who's like five foot nine is walking around with this big hunk of plastic, I'm like, none of this seems like, just make it a little bit smaller, you know? Because it's mm. like, they don't have plasma rifles or anything. She hit anything with it. Yeah, she yeah, feels like a Everyone always forgets in the Doom movie with the yeah, he, he never it. hits anything with so, it. How many rounds you got? Just one. <laughs> yeah, and he misses. It's like yeah. fucking, Jesus Christ, man. Um, but yeah, like, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's not. It's not going to set the world on fire, but at the same time, I don't think. No, we're doing that ourselves. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't. I don't think it's setting the world on fire, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to um, upset too many fanboys. Although there'll be still something to kick up. Is it on Netflix? No, not sure. I don't know if it's coming to Netflix. It'll be on Sky Cinema, won't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a Juliet Lewis. And the news. Yeah. Was that a band? No, it's Huey Lewis and the news. Yeah, Huey Lewis and the news. (laughs) Was Juliet Lewis's band called? And the licks. Possibly. Juliet and the Licks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it Juliet Lewis. Like, Huey she's done Lewis some... that killed Weird, Weird Al Yankovic. Huh? Huey Lewis killed Weird Al Yankovic, didn't he? Oh, yeah, in the yeah. video for... Uh, yeah, because yeah, he was making fun of his music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but all in all, it's fine. It's fine. It's nothing spectacular, but it's also not completely atrocious. And I think people that are fans of Doom might enjoy it. The Indian series of movies about the uh, magicians. No, that's Now You See Me. No, Doom. No, D H O O M. They're really the good films. films. Really good films. They're yeah, I've seen both. Now you see me, and now you see me no, too. There's a real card trick they do where they flip a card all over the bloody place. I like in those films where they make a big fuss about magic and then CGI half the trick. All of it was done for real, Ant. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the interviews where they're like, "We really learned magic." Like the fucking Hogwarts cunts walking around the place. Yeah, and he's like sitting there and he's got like the, the cups and he's like puts the ball on the cup and he yeah. puts the cup there. Look, the ball's disappeared. There was one scene in which a guy literally does this. I was watching the digitizer video where they're doing magic and it was exactly like now you see me. It's, it's a scene in which he's like handcuffed to a table and he goes like, and he does this. Mm. He flings his hands forward mm. and the handcuffs are on the lady that was in the police station with him. <gasps> and she's like, how'd you do that? And he's like, simple lock pick, I guess. What was that? What'd you do? I'm going to do a match. You you're going to ruin the oh, magic sorry, trick. Sorry, sorry. I need a playing card, really. But No, because you can't tuck that behind your fingers. To make you go. Oh, look. I made the card appear Stamps. out of nowhere. They're legal tender. Yeah, I haven't got any. You brought money out of anywhere. Nowhere. I need a, pl- I need a card. And what's your next review? You're getting distracted now. Come on, focus up, bud. I was going to do a magic trick. No, I don't want you to do a magic trick. I want you to talk on to the me. Mic- talk to me. <laughs> talk to me about something. Um, Be sweet to me. Link's Awakening. The right. remake. Okay, is Link's Awakening. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is a 1993 Game Boy game that was uh, released to critical acclaim all over the place. It's a very In good... In 1990? Yeah, 1993. 1998. 1998. No, Link's Awakening DX is a 1998 Game Boy Color game. You mean 2019? <laughs> Link's Awakening <laughs> is a 2019 Nintendo Switch game. Did you know they were going to remake this before? Probably, I don't know, who cares? So, you know the Spirit Tracks Fuck engine? Yeah, Spirit Tracks. Yeah, so like they were going to redo um, Link to the Past and Link's Awakening in the Spirit Tracks engine at one point. No! Not allowing it. What they should remake is Kairo Notani Wanaru. What's that? The the frog for whom the bell tolls. It was the game that came before Link's Awakening. 
That was uh, the precursor to its Game Boy release. Anyway, Switch, Link's Awakening. I don't know what you're talking about. Get... Where was the demo? Was there a demo in the box of Link's Awakening, like the no. old PlayStation games? No. So, Link's Awakening on Switch, remake of the Game Boy game. Very, yes. very, very close remake. Yes. Um, much in the style of Bionic Commando Rearmed. That sort of remake where it's like essentially the same game, but like given a massive new redesign, coat of paint, some quality of life changes and things like that. Yeah. Um, but um, a lot of people, I just remember people, people, when this game was coming out and everyone's going, it's the exact same game and stuff. They've tweaked a whole bunch of stuff in it. Like, if you know that game inside out, they have definitely tweaked it. Like, last night. There's a boss on the last dungeon. It's this little guy boxes at you yeah. on the Game Boy. He's a piece of shit and can die in a fire because there's less room for him to move around and he frigging comes for you and knocks you flying and stuff and he'll knock you back to the start of the dungeon yeah. and you have to start the entire fight again. doesn't do that in this. If he does knock you back to the start of the dungeon, he didn't manage it on me and I kicked his ass first time. Whereas I've got about 40 minutes of footage of me failing to beat that little fucker on the Game Boy version. Yeah. Um, it's definitely an easier game anyway, but I think being able to go diagonal makes a bit of a difference. makes it well, easier to hit some people. Well, you can kind of go people. diagonal on the original, but I know what you, you mean. You can't like... hit diagonally. No, yeah, yeah that's it. Um, there's also little things like Link's sword swipe. On the original one, it was like basically the block in front of you was the hit area yeah. for that, but in this it's like an arc, so it's like basically, I'd it's say also... the block in front and two to one either side it's of you. It's also shallower. It's not a full block in this. Eh, it's about a full block. I've had no troubles with it. No, I mean, I'm not having trouble with it. It's just I had to sort of recalibrate my way of doing it. Like, no, you always, when you swipe it, you always hit the grass directly in front of you yeah. and stuff. But um, there's other little things they've done. Like, if you die in the overworld, you just respawn directly there, which I haven't done because I'm really good at the game. Fuck you all. I've literally just got to do the final boss battle now, but I'm kind of wanting to go around and collect up seashells and get that level two sword and you know, do some more of the custom dungeons, which is the other thing. Dan pays dungeon hut thing, um, where every time you finish dungeons, you unlock rooms for a custom dungeon. Um, and it's all right, that thing. It's not the most enthralling function. It's just fucking irritating the process for actually set, like sharing stuff. Well, I don't care about the sharing so much. It's more that it's like you can't really create structured dungeons. Um, it's more of a puzzle thing, isn't it? It's like... He gives you a thing saying, okay, you have to make a dungeon with these conditions and then you make that. And it's most, mostly it's stuff like you have to implement this room here or you have to build it in this shape or something and use all the spaces. Um, there's no stuff like you can't do anything like um, Eagle's Nest, Eagle's Tower in Link's Awakening, which is one where you have to destroy four pillars to make an upper floor of the level drop down to the lower floors. Yeah, You can't do anything like that. It's all simple, single floor basic things um you can't even manually choose how you link to like underground pathways together it seems to just decide which one it's going to link them towards it seems to pick whichever one's the nearest one as far as i can tell um so i tend to avoid the ones with the underground passes when i'm doing it yeah um and also there's a whole thing where basically all you're really aiming to do in any of those dungeons is collect all the treasure chests because the last one will always have the nightmare key so you can't avoid getting them it kind of actually pays off to have less treasure chests in the dungeon. Mm. So, yeah. Um, so that's not the most exciting thing in the world, but if it's something where they're using it as like a test to see if they could make a Zelda dungeon maker, it's got like the start of it there. They just need to let you have multiple floors and come up with ideas for how to link them together. Like, you know, being able to... F just something as simple as being able to fall from one floor down to the floor below. Mm -hmm. Like, that's 
that's been something they've done in Zelda games quite a lot, like um, from Link to the Past onwards. Yeah. And it's a really smart way of building the level up. Yeah, because you look at something like A Link Between Worlds and they use it to great effect. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's the whole dungeons one. float Friggin up, don't they? Friggin' uh, the face dungeon in Link, Link's Awakening is all about falling through holes and stuff. So is the... Uh, the, the Eagle's Tower as well. Eagle's Tower, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was going to say. But, um, no, it's a solid... Sort of thing, but the actual main game itself is just the same classic game, and it's still like as even though I played through it on the Game Boy like a month ago, mm-hmm. which has made me speed through this one fairly easily. Yeah, um, it's just there's all these little things that just make it that little bit better, like being able to see just outside the edge of what would have been the edge of the Game Boy screen. Yeah, there's one part in the Game Boy one that's always been a pain for me because if I don't play it, if I haven't played it for years, it always gets me. So when that ghost is following you around and you have to take him to his grave. Yeah. And on the Game Boy, unless you walk to the specific screen that grave's on, you wouldn't know it's there. You'd think it's in the fucking graveyard that's like five, six screens to the right. But if you're playing this one, you will have seen it by that point because you would have walked past the trees, the other side of it. You would know there's an extra yeah. grave somewhere. So it makes a bit of a difference. Plus, he doesn't stop you moving when he talks, which he did on the Game Boy version, which was irritating because the guy wouldn't shut up. Um, I remember, I'm pretty sure when I played the original version when I was a kid, I walked around with that ghost for hours because I didn't know what to do with him. I'm pretty sure I might have gone and done a dungeon with him following me around. Um, but no, it's little things like that where he just, he, he'll talk away as you walk along. It's fine. Um, they've added what fairy he, bottles in there. They what did in the he original. give you in the original game? Because you, you didn't have bottles, did you? Uh, you knock open, you go back to his home and there's something in the home. There's an item, but I can't remember what. It might be a seashell, to be honest. Yeah, it might be a seashell. Um, he gives you something in this, doesn't he? He gives you... Yeah, he gives you a fairy ball. Does he? No, he doesn't give you a fairy ball. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. Is that how you get it? Yeah, because you get one from him and you get one from fishing. Yeah, there's a third one. I can't remember what I haven't got the third is. one yet. No, not do I. Is that what I got it from? No, I can't remember. Um, loads of... It's just a lovely game. There's performance issues in it, but I wonder if they could patch them out. It's. It seems to me that, like, the world's built up into chunks it seems to be like I'd probably say about four or five screens worth of world in one chunk Yeah. and when you pass between some it slows down there's also times when you throw the uh, um, pots and you can see the resolution drop for a second mm. um, there's all sorts of stuff like that it's not as noticeable in handheld mode than it is on TV I'd say but it is noticeable because it seems to me like they're using a double buffered V-Sync and it's like as soon as the frame rate drops a little bit below it just tanks to 30 Mm. And then it'll just jump back up. And if it was locked at 30, you probably wouldn't care. But because it's hitting 60 most of the time, when it does drop, it really makes a difference. And you notice it. And especially sometimes when you're going into dungeons and stuff and you go through certain parts and it just suddenly slows down. There's enemies nearby and it's a bit slow. But um, I reckon they could probably tweak that a bit. I I would just turn off the V-Sync. Turn off the V-Sync and let it... Because it's a console game. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. It's not... It's not like the days of Splinter Cell when you used to get tearing all over the screen. Don't really get that nowadays in these games. It's not exactly a fast-moving action game. No. You know. Um, I've also been playing it. Have you now? Is that what you think? I have. I have. Hear me now. Hear me now. Um, I'm, in a, um, I'm in two minds about it now. Because you're racist. When I started, when I, started I, was, I was loving it. Mm. Um, the, first, the first section is always a bit of a slog because I've started that game so many times and only completed a handful. But the, the first level of it, is always a bit of a slog, but once I got past that, I was just oh, I remember this and I remember that, and I was I was just really enjoying it. And it's it is like seeing a shot for shot remake of something you love, mm. at the same time as it being something it's really nice to see, and it's it's great to see the new you know the new technology that's available at the time. It's just a 
bit of a shame that they stuck so stringently to it. No, it's fine. But um, and also you feel a little bit gypped paying full price for this. No, that's fine. No, it's a proper Zelda game. It is a proper Zelda game, and I'm really enjoying it. And I, you know, I, I'm still playing it and collecting seashells and stuff, and doing the end game shit. Um, and, and you know what? It's just, it's lovely. The music's incredible. Um, I like the remix of the Mr. Right theme when you deliver your new letter to him. It comes from Sim City on the snares. Oh, it sounds like the Green Hill Zone. Oh. But it's a little bit of music. It's one of the little references to a different game that they chucked in there. That's, that's Green Hill Zone, spot on, you nailed it. Freaking 100% nailed it's it, buddy. That's what the Moss system is. No one plays Moss. It's completely different from the one on the... Uh, it's completely different from the Meg Drive one. Mars System 1 is... Duh, 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 and then it cuts out because you collected the ring for a second. Yeah. Duh, 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 You're done. So that's your review. But the... Um, but the, You know, Mars System Sonic's a really, really, really good game. And has that has that great theme song. Why are you wasting time? What are you doing? Right, your review. Get on with it. Review something. Your last thing now. Okay, uh, my last thing. My last thing is going to be. Let me get my notes. Let me get my notes on the screen so I can see what I wrote down. Um, Why do you have notes? Okay, I'm going to talk about mobile game. Mobile games. Call of Duty Mobile's out. No one cares. Call of Duty Mobile's out. At the same time as Mario Kart Mobile. Don't care, one of them. You only view one. Okay. So Mario Kart Mobile is a kart racing game in which you use your finger to drift left and right around a track that may be familiar if you played Mario Kart before. Currently, you can't play online. Against people, anyway. And also, it costs £20 to play as Mario. <laughs> it's not very good. Why would you want to play as Mario? <laughs> it's a great question. It's not a very good game, man. And what? It's not a very good game. Why isn't it? It's just not very well made. The controls are very poor, and in general, the it, it just it seems like a money grab. There's no well, content. And how there. much have you spent on it now? I haven't spent any money spent, on it. You've subscribed I spent to it. Any money on it? And yeah, you have to spend five pound a month to get two hundred CC. Meanwhile, Call of Duty Mobile no, is mostly the free. There are loot boxes in it, but they're not so you know they're not so integral. And also, I think that people. I'm not actually playing against people because I've won some matches. But in Call of Duty, you get the free mode, so you get the regular multiplayer. What are you reviewing? And then when you unlock level 7, you get the battlefield. Like the, the not the battlefield, you know, like the um, battlegrounds, the thing where you open up. And it's so weird that Call of Duty, such a money-hungry, you know, game in, in, in real life, is, is a mobile port that kind of gives you everything for free. You just have to earn it. Whereas Mario Kart, it seems so like it genuinely feels like I'm not ever going to see. We've not been tugging the pipe enough. Yeah, I'm not going to see 99 percent of the items in Mario Kart because I'm I'm firstly not going to pay for them, and secondly, I'm not a premium subscriber. And it seems weird that that's the reverse. It's the reverse of the normal. You still get Mario without subscribing. And all yeah, that. it's like a 0.01 percent chance. It's one percent. Nintendo apparently don't put as. Um, ridiculously tiny odds as everyone else does. Oh, really? Because apparently their head office is quite uncomfortable doing that stuff, but they know it's yeah. the only way to make money on mobile. It's still really <laughs> weird. But anyway, yeah, it's so it's so strange that you've got EA, mm. Call of Duty, 
And you got Mario Kart. Yay. Nintendo. Is it not Activision? Activision. You've got Activision, Call of Duty, and you've got Nintendo, Mario Kart. And in real life, if you were to buy those two products for a console, you'd be like, oh, Mario Kart, I've got all the content, I'm happy to play this. But Call of Duty, you'd be like, oh, I need the season pass to actually play the game. Mm. And on mobile, it's it's it, they've gone and flipped. They've give, got, give them a little bit of time. No, no, no flipping and reversing. The vampires will get onto Call of Duty eventually. Yeah, that's true. They're going to give everyone like super sniper shotguns and shit. You got to work it, let it twerk it. Got to fan down, flip it, and reverse it. You'll you'll change your tune when they give you a unicorn costume for your soldier. Yeah, I will. But um, yeah, I'll tell you what, don't play either. I won't. I'll play Godzilla Defense. Oh, God, so bad. I like it. I'm, I've um, been fighting Auger. <laughs> I haven't got to Shin Godzilla yet, though. Have you, not? No. Have you not? Is he in there? Yeah, it's just... It's, uh, there must be something really far into the game. Yeah. Yeah, you're still playing it, though. I had the you, first you, stage of Shin Godzilla. Do you get the ads? So no. Do you hit the ads and then you just let it auto-click? I never hit any minutes. of the ads, no. No, you just do your own clicking? Yeah. Do your own clicking. Is this why your finger hurt earlier? Possibly. Possibly. But yeah, I, I can't recommend either of these mobile games. Like, whilst Call of Duty does give you a lot of content, it is it is just Call of Duty. So if you play you're it, a first-person shoot on a mobile phone. It's so tough. Because your thumbs are obviously right in the way of everything. Yeah. Um, but if you're a fan of PUBG on mobile, I can see this being a good game to play. Um, I The Mario Kart thing really worries me because Dr. Mario was a bit bit energy-hungry, wasn't it? It was a bit like, give us some money and we'll let you play it's a horrible. game. And then now they're doing horrible. Yeah, Animal Crossing was horrible. Animal Crossing wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was. It was like, hey, I'll come visit you if you give me some fucking items. You put a chair in the house. Animal Crossing. No, Animal Crossing. No, no. Animal Crossing was just like, hey, guess what? You like your house? Give me fifty k. No, Animal Crossing never has like animals going. Oh, I'll come visit you if you have a lovely chair in your house or anything like that. No, that bull, bull, bull. Bull pooey. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, here, have some cotton. Make your own fucking chair. Who fucking knows, right? Hmm. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is terrible. Fire Emblem was, eh, alright. It was Fire Emblem. Sort of. Yeah. It, it played like Fire Emblem. Yeah. Whereas Dr. Mario plays like Cookie, whatever it is. Yoshi's, Yoshi's. What's that friggin' tail Candy Crush? That's Yoshi's Cookie. What about his cookie? Yeah, and your review. Oh, well, I've got the last review. Yeah, you do. Do you know what I'm going to review? What are you going to review? It's time. What is it? I've all caught up. What of? Power Rangers. I thought you were talking about Resident Evil. No, what Resident Evil? What are we talking about Resident Evil? Power Rangers, Super Ninja Steel. The final season of Power Rangers that I have to watch because I haven't watched Beast Morphers yet. Beast Morphers is still on TV. It's not finished yet. I'll watch Beast Morphers when it's done. Stop getting on my case, Dad. Okay. Right. right, Super Ninja Steel continues from the obviously the last series, I guess. Ninja Steel. It's a big surprise. Um, they beat a villain at the end of that series and now there's the villain's henchman's risen up to the top of the power there. Um, they ran out of Ninja Steel, a thing happened. Then they got some new Ninja Steel, and they're like, oh, it's Super Ninja Steel. And then it never really matters for the rest of the series. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but, you know, it's fine. Whatever. So they basically just have more adventures. It's, it's a way to shut down the Saban era. They went out with a... Eh. Um, there's some fun episodes here and there. It's like, there's an episode where um, Redbot, the robot, 
everyone thinks he's been a superhero of some kind because he just told some tall tales and he gets a book deal and stuff and it goes a bit out of hand. That was a bit weird. Um, it's fun. Uh, they still sort of haven't done anything, didn't do anything with the two brothers. They like, he finds out his long lost brother is Levi Weston, the singer, and then they just sort of like never really have any. No conflicts going on. Nothing like, oh, I haven't seen my brother in years. What's going on? None of that. None of that happens. But in terms of Power Rangers, it's another serviceable Saban era series. They're all they're all pretty bog standard and they've just chucked them out there. Dino Charge is the best one out of the lot. It's a nice Dino Charge crossover for Christmas, though. They, um, mm. The villain from Dino Charge turns up and he gets a dimensional teleporter thing or something. And they end up in the past and he meets Coda, the Blue Ranger, and Santa Claus helps him. It's a Christmas special. Oh. Yeah. That was fun. Santa Claus is in it. Santa Claus is a big friend to the Power Rangers. He always has been. He's probably a Power Ranger himself. Probably. Yeah. Mm. He's the... I guess the a real Red Power Ranger. Ranger was in us all. Yeah. But um, this, this, this is a fun enough series. Victor and Monty, like, doing more Bulk and Skull stuff. The music changes three episodes in. Like, all the music in the show changes to regular Power Ranger music and I'm talking like Mighty Morphin era sounding mm. like everything's like dun, 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 dun. like whenever they start a scene and all that and Victor and Monty suddenly have a Bulk and Skull sounding theme that's not quite the same one so they don't have to play pay the original musicians for it I guess um, and they get up to so many hijinks the most lovable gay couple on <laughs> Power Rangers there's this I reckon they are I reckon they're fingering each other's bum holes which is fine if they want to I just wish Power Rangers, you know, had the guts to admit it. Mm. You know? Um, there's an episode where... One episode stands out. Uh, the magician guy, where his name was, I've forgotten his name already. Um, he casts a spell, a sleep spell, on the teacher when he's doing magic classes. He's, like, doing a little magic club thing, but he accidentally casts a real sleep spell on a teacher. Teacher falls asleep. Head teacher comes in, finds him, and fires him <gasps> for being asleep. No. And instead of just going... Okay, so I kind of put him to sleep with magic because people are aware he does magic and people buy that his magic is magic. Um, they have this whole convoluted scheme set up where he knocks the head teacher out with a sleep spell and sets like the printer off going crazy, throwing paper everywhere. And then they arrange for the teacher that got fired to go back in and he fixes the situation. And she's like, oh man, I fell asleep on my desk. Maybe I should hire you back. And the whole thing could have been sorted if the Blue Ranger was just like didn't lie mm. and didn't let the teacher get fired in front of him and you know do the sleeping spell in the first place yeah that's creepy that's yeah a weird thing to do I don't know it's just oddness it's weird weird lesson to tell kids yeah yeah I would say bit. that that's probably not the most kid friendly it's a it's a bit shit mm. um there's the the 25th anniversary episode that yeah, happens the um Power Rangers whatever it was dimensions in danger which sees the return of Coda from Dino Charge, um, one of the twin women from RPM, Will Wes from Power Rangers Time Force, and of course Jason David Frank, because you, can't, always back. you can't keep the guy out. It's no, just, he won't ever leave. He's just there hanging around. That's why you don't invite him around your house. Yeah, he's got a Megamorpher now to turn into all his different forms. Oh, does he? Yeah, lucky for him. Fucking cheap um, In the new series, Beast Morphers, next year, they're doing a Dino uh, crossover where they're doing... They're taking the Kyuruja versus GoBusters movie. Kyuruja's the Dino Charge movie in Japan. Yeah. And they're turning that into an episode um, with like a dinosaur-themed old rangers coming back. 
and Jason Day, not Jason Day Frank, but Jason the Red Ranger, Austin St. John's in it. So I'm hoping like Jason David Frank's Ranger doesn't appear in that episode, the Green Ranger. So I'm wondering if they're going to find a way to make sure he doesn't get in. They're going to have to lock the doors, keep it quiet, don't tell him they're filming a Power Rangers reunion episode because he will try to break in. Um, he will. It's not even his Green Ranger, even the Black Ranger from Dino Thunder that he played isn't in it either. I think the Japanese purposely made it to make sure he wasn't, he couldn't turn up. When they, when they adapted it to Power Rangers, keep him out. Because the guy, he is famous for basically being a Power Ranger, and that's all yeah. he's famous for. He's t- he's made being famous for being playing Tommy into his whole career. Yeah. He was in a film called The One Warrior. He had the lead. I've never yeah. seen that. No, neither have I. It's some straight to DVD. And track. I've like seen every film. Yeah. Like, and I haven't seen that. He's done voices and stuff occasionally. Oh, yeah? What's he done? Um, there's a Transformers episode he did of Transformers Titans oh, of Return. Oh, fucking Transformers. Stuff like that. It's I don't know. Is Titans to... Return the YouTube Red one, is it? Yeah. Yeah, the CGI, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, for considering this is the end of the Saban run, it's a bit of an underwhelming finale. Um, like, the Disney era ended with RPM, and RPM's probably the best Power Ranger series. Um, the original Saban era ended with Wild Force, which wasn't amazing, but it had a really good finale. Like, it actually had a genuinely, almost movie-level quality finale for the TV show. Like, it, it felt like it had a higher budget for those last couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, but this just ends on a bit of a whimper. There's a Halloween episode and then a Christmas episode as that ends. Um, apparently Beast Morphers is good. I've not watched it yet, though. Oh, okay, so you haven't 100% finished everything. Yeah, but Beast Morphers isn't finished yet. Oh, right. Only 11 episodes have aired. They How many episodes are there in total? 20. Fuck me. Yeah. So they're, they're airing them weekly now on Pop or something. Oh, okay. I've got them recording. So I'm going to watch them all. When it's near the end, I'll just plough through them. Have you been um, watching Arrow? Arrow hasn't started yet. That's the answer to my question then, isn't yeah. it? It's back and next no week. would suffice. Yeah. Um, I watched the last series. Yeah, so did I. Prison. Not all of it. Part of it. Like seven episodes. Out of? 26. Really? Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he gets out of prison quite quickly. Yeah, I remember he beats up Vinnie Jones. Yeah. And Cody Rhodes. What happens at the end of that series? He disappears. Yeah, the um, the thing, the, the guy from where is the Anti Monitor? Yeah, yeah, he turns up and he's like, "Oh, there's a special thing that's going to happen. There's time travel and bollocks." And then, yeah. um, I think it's all just going to end with him just getting a retirement or something and disappearing. Who knows? Disappear on another planet. I mean, Crisis on Infinite Earths is going to end with every other. It's realities merging. merging it's just going to be their excuse to get Supergirl's world into yeah. the same dimension, isn't it? I reckon Superman will be left behind in his own world. You reckon? Yeah. One of them. There's like there's like 400 Supermans in <gasps> this, isn't there? Tom Welling's coming back. He's so handsome. I don't care about that. Brandon Ralph as Superman. Yeah. Yeah. He had a line in the Legends of Tomorrow crossover with Supergirl where he was all like, oh, you look like my cousin. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also that line where um, Thingy was all like, hey, you look like the Green Lantern to John Diggle. Oh, yeah. 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 That was a thing. Well, John Diggle, apparently, like, they did plan to make him the Green Lantern, apparently. Well, his, his stepdad's called Stuart. Yeah, that's surname. what I was going to say. That yeah. was the whole plan, so... But they never did anything with it. I reckon they'll do it last episode of Arrow. You reckon? Yeah. And they'll be like, fuck you, guys. He'll open up a drawer and goes, what's this weird little green ring? I said, oh, it's a magic ring from an alien. He told me to give it to you, like, six years ago. And he'd be like, you never gave it to me. Oh, sorry, mate, forgot. And then he's like, oh, oh, I'm a Green Lantern now. With a CGI costume. Just like Ryan Reynolds. Same size as well. They don't even redesign it. I love the fact that every time Ryan Reynolds and Taiko Waititi are in a place, they're mm. always like, 
Can't wait to work with this guy. He's going to be... Because they're doing that video game film, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, they're doing something called... Um, I can't remember. Basically, Ryan Reynolds plays an NPC in a video game. Yeah. And he somehow finds out he's the NPC. And Taika Waititi plays the, plays the lead designer for the video game. He works for that company. But Joe, Joe Keery's in it. You know the guy from Stranger Things. No. Steve. Oh, Steve. Yeah. 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 No, Steve. So, uh, and apparently... He's got fabulous hair in it. Yeah. Uh, no, he's got his new hair. Oh. He's got Bob now, hasn't he? It's oh. gross. Oh. Uh, but um, apparently it's really good. Apparently it's really good. People are saying it's very, very cool. So I was reading Dakar Montgomery's got a role in... Power Rangers. He's got a role in something big coming up. Because they're rebooting Power Rangers. Super Ninja Steel. It's possible. Ninja Steel is the second best of the four Neo Saban series. Not tough, because the first two were dog shit. Um, but yeah, looking forward to new things. By the end of the year, we'll have Beast Morphers done. Yeah. Based on Tokime Sentai Go Busters, which is like actually a really cool series. The Rangers have leather costumes rather than spandex. Kind of looks like what you'd expect if CW were to do a Power Rangers series. Because you know, they love leather. They love killing cows. To- yeah, Dakar Montgomery's got a role in something big coming up. Like, I think it's a Marvel film, even, or something. Or... I'm just trying to find out, because yeah. he is... He's solid. He's all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's probably going to be pretty well-known in a few years, I reckon. I reckon he'll be one of those ones who gets a role like in Whiplash or something, a film like that, eventually. Anyway. Um, there's nothing, there's, like, nothing popping up. Well, that's your problem. I'm on IMDb. He's in In Vitro, The Broken Heart Gallery. Angus and Julius Stone Chateau Stranger mm. Things Power Rangers A Few Less Men Better Watch Out Tryptophan Make Them You're going back through all the old stuff He's been casting something recently Oh right Yeah okay. But anyway That's it I'm done You done? Yeah that's all for that's He's all very it. short He's 5 foot 10 Yeah we've got through everything this week Oh he's going to play The Human Torch Is he? Yeah he's Oh the yeah Fantastic Four Yeah MCU Yeah apparently Yeah That's, well, that's the rumour cool Yeah He'd be an alright fan to... It's a bit weird torch. to whitewash the human torch, though, isn't it? You know, this... I still... I'm still... Uh, I'm still a fantastic four... Four-tastic. Four-tastic. Um, I'm, I'm still... Uh, I'm still a supporter of that terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. It is fucking terrible, it's awful. but... I'd watch the Roger Corman... I'd watch the Tim Story films. There are moments in that, that film that are really good. The, is there, though? Yeah, like... They... For some reason, they... You could tell that they wanted to go more towards horror. Yeah, but it's Fantastic Four. Yeah, but you could tell they wanted Which to go is more fun, to, happy They times. wanted to go more towards horror, and then it suddenly. Why is Rooney Mari wearing a wig? R- if Mari I was going to do a Fantastic Four film yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would set it in the 1960s. Do you know Rooney Mara's dating. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, guy from her. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Well, he's like five times her age. <laughs> no, they're engaged. Oh, that's gross. Or married. Oh, it makes me feel ill. He's like 48. Like she's got a thing for older men in films. She's like 47. Daniel she's, Craig. She's like 33. She's not that old. Yeah, she is. She's like 20. No, she's like 33. Seven. 33. Anyway, that's it. You've got no more reviews left. No, I don't. That's it. That's the end of the show. That's the end yeah. of this episode. 
Who wants to hear about another episode? No. Uh, she's 34. Told you. Didn't I guess 34? I said 27 plus 7. No, you didn't. Anyway, are you done? I mean, I'm never really done done. I finished Power Rangers. You didn't even ask me what were the top 10 oh, Power what Rangers the top series. Top 10 Power Rangers. Series. No. Top 10 Power top Rangers. 10 Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, who are we going to put a number one? Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. That's because you're a Tommy sexual. Who's, who's the... <laughs> I'm a Tomosexual. Tomosexual. Tommy. Um, That'd be the British version of him, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's Tomo. He's coming over. He's got the Dragon Zord, isn't it? Yeah, he's bringing his turtle. He's bringing his Stop fucking about over there, Dragon's all just smashing up the fucking pier. Who's this cunt? Think he's a big man? Oh, he's a big man now. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know who my favourite Power Ranger is. Billy. 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 The Blue Rangers in that Dino special that's coming up, yeah. but I don't think they're going to get Billy back. I don't think David Yost will come back. I would Isn't it, didn't he have like a he really did. tough time? Yeah, there's all homophobia with the crew and stuff, and yeah. apparently some of the cast, but the cast have sort of reconciled. Like, yeah, but um, apparently the crew were dicks to him. But it's not unheard of for Saban Productions to be full of people who are dicks, because apparently was, everyone's underpaid and overworked. Wasn't he also the only one who knew martial arts? He's a gymnast. Yeah, he was actually like like probably on the track to be an Olympic gymnast. Um, and he was also about ten years older than everyone. But he's he looks. He's by the time he gets season four Power Rangers, he looks visibly a lot older than everyone else. Yeah, he does. But um, a lot of the stunts in the show, when you see Billy flipping about, it's him and yeah, him and Kimberly were doing it for real in the, car, in the costumes and stuff. Yeah, my favourite's um, Trini having a broken ankle from doing a stunt. So there's this period in Power Rangers where all her fights, she stood on one spot, blocking attacks and never moving because she had a broken ankle. <laughs> And yeah, that's what happens when you're not a union. Yeah, and, uh, you you Billy, still have to keep working with a broken ankle. Billy in season four he looks a lot like Giles from Buffy. He's getting out, yeah. <laughs> getting on a bit. But bring him back, man. Billy bring, was a ledge. Back in. How old is he now? Uh, God, let's see. For original Power Rangers in 1993, and he was about 24 when they started filming that. So I'd say, how many is that? 26 years. Mm. He's almost 50. He's edging towards it. Go, Billy, go. If he's not, if he wasn't 24, I think he was about 24 when that series started. Yeah. Most of them were 21 to 24. Um, I think the youngest one was Trini, um, Tui Trang, who's dead. God, you said that was so, such happiness in your voice. All right. She uh, died uh, like two days before 9-11, so no one... Yeah, she crashed her car, didn't she? Um, yeah, car, yeah, and, and Hollywood. I think around Mulholland Drive, actually. Yeah. Creepy. Apparently a lot of people die around Mulholland Yeah, yeah. That's why there's a whole... It's the swerving one, isn't it? Yeah. That's the one where... Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character from The Soloist fell over. Yeah. And it's where the guy... It's where Naomi Watts has a whole thing yeah. in the film. Mulholland Drive. Tank Girl. Yeah, Tank Girl. <laughs> when are we going to get Watts. a new Tank Girl film? What? I want a new Tank Girl film. Why? I want Tank Girl film done completely pop art crazy. Get the woman who played the young Laurie Petty in Orange is the New Black to play Tank Girl. I thought it was just Laura Petty. I thought at first they had done some really, really super impressive digital de-aging yeah, on Laura Petty. Yeah, Because she was spot on. Yeah. Like, she's also in Legends of Tomorrow, briefly. She's, um... She? Yeah, you know, what's-his-face, one half, the older Firestorm guy, oh, yeah, yeah. Name? Yeah. he has the daughter that they accidentally make through time travel. Yeah. He didn't have before. It's her. Same actress. Oh. Yeah. Whatever happened with that storyline? Um, they wrote him out of the show. They killed him. So well, he, yeah, he died, again. and then Jefferson... Found someone else? No, no Jefferson walked Jefferson off. Jefferson was the person who was there to replace it, Robbie Amell. Yeah, so he to technically needs 
another firestorm. Well, no, that was the thing. He another first him Mercury. being alive and him being connected to Jefferson. No wait, Jefferson being alone, being a, and being attached to the old guy was what was keeping him alive. Yeah, but it was also killing Jefferson. So he had to inject himself for the stuff to separate himself from the firestorm. No, and that's why the old guy died. The old guy got shot by Nazis. He was shot shot by Nazis as well. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Legends of Tomorrow is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's the closest thing to the Batman '60s series we got. Just a shame about the series before they introduced Constantine. It was just a mess. It's all fun. (laughs) Good old Constantine. Oh god! Right, you done now? Yeah, I'm done. Say goodbye. Bye, everyone. As always, Trump fucks kids. And uh, and Boris Johnson's a cunt. She's not very imaginative. Is that how you're going to end your thing? You're just going to feel a bit under the weather today, aren't it? If I'm honest. Well, you shouldn't have been drinking water. You should have been drinking gin. Uh, that's true. I should have been drinking gin. Oh. Well, anyway, say goodbye to the children. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. You're not going to do your usual social media plugs. Oh, uh, as always, you can Click. find you can find Ant at Mellow Gaming no on cares YouTube. About that. You can also find him on Twitter as LV54 Space Monkey. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter as at Chris Apocalypse. Can you? And also on YouTube as yeah. Chris Apocalypse. Okay. You're going to make any YouTube content? I might make something, you know. Yeah, gonna Should I make something? Yeah, make some YouTube content. I might make something about ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> they love to play. Yeah, anyway. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. Kisses. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your preacher. Preacher? Well, Dominic, what's his face? That ended. I could have reviewed that. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>